0: Hello, everyone. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Psychic Podcast. I'm your host, Naomi
1: Hague. Let's get magical. Doing today? Well, hello there, beautiful woman. I am quite fine on this fine Monday, and you're currently, as we're
0: recording, you're in Switzerland right now. So it's actually uh, towards the evening for you, right? It's morning for me, and and towards the evening for you.
1: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Isn't that crazy?
0: That is so awesome. I love that, and I just like picture it in my head of like, okay, here's the Earth and I'm here talking and you're over there, but we're talking to each other right now in this exact moment.
1: (laughs) It's truly amazing, it really is. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's this lifetime is not as limited as many of us put on ourselves. You know, we think, oh my gosh, traveling over there. Instead, it's a flash, you know, it's, yeah. I just like being jet set. I like going into different cultures and living, actually being in the place because it gives you the opportunity to grow and to understand no newness.
0: Yes. Yes. I completely agree. I love travel for that, that exact same reason. It's just like, okay, I want to see things that I never knew existed. And I don't even know what that is, but I want to go and check it out. And it's so crazy when you start getting out of even like just the country um, but but even into other states you know within the United yeah. States but, but even out of the country especially like it's just so cool that humans have found so many different ways to do the same things you know the same day-to-day things but there's so many different variations of it and that's what I love it's just those subtle things where it's like oh they go to the bathroom this way you have to have to squat over a (laughs) hole in china right and it's so true it's so true but but here we do it a different way and in you know in europe you have to pull a chain for it to you know flush but it's just those those little things for me that it's just like oh that's so cool (laughs) it is it
1: is it's truly fascinating Mm
0: -hmm. yes well this is holly vernon She's a health coach and an author. We met, oh my gosh, it's been a while now, like I want to say maybe 10 years uh, or or so. Um we met down in St. George and I actually went and was very privileged to have you work on me for um massage and you were my favorite masseuse and then you got ready that to move to back to Rome and so I was so sad to see you go <laughs> Precious. but we stayed in contact through Facebook and you know just kind of been perusing and following each other's journeys and loving your energy still and even in that short amount of time that we did know each other like it's just like nope I I know her like I know her but even though I didn't really know you but I know you
1: (laughs) oh thank you for knowing me Naomi you're so awesome girl I love you
0: that's so beautiful thank you yes oh you're so welcome and so I want to talk about first of all about your book um and it's called the little book of holistic happiness yes such a super cute book and it's on amazon it's like what 60 something pages it's not too big but it's like packed full of information and so i want to dive into that a little bit but first of all i want to ask you about your journey in in getting there and so like kind of going back to even you becoming a health coach, like what kind of started that whole journey for you?
1: Well, like you say, it's definitely a journey, my dear. (laughs) And no, I just love what you're doing, because I don't think there's anything more beautiful and full of integrity than speaking about other people's journeys because it's enlightening it's enlightening for each other human being to to hear that and to understand and then to be part of it you know solidarity and and that's basically what my book is about and this journey started it started off by starting yoga i okay. have to say and it's like the drop of oil in water that just kind of goes and spreads And from there, I just started the yoga, then the macrobiotic diet, started getting very lucid in my whole being and where I was, what I was doing. I was married at the time and um, have my three raised four children, actually, because I raised my my stepson, too, and just got to a point of saying am i continuing down this road where i'm not nourishing my myself i'm not nourishing my my gift from the universe from the heavens and boom it's just like an explosive explosion went off and i left my husband i left everything that i knew or that i thought i was supposed to do because that's what my parents did you know, that's what that was my karma. You know, finish school, get married, have kids. So I was a very obedient karmic person, if you want to say, doing <laughs> exactly what I was, you know, supposed to. But boy, let me tell you, when we atinge, when we get into the depths of our being and we find out what our real gifts are, you know, I mean, we've expressed them all the way through our lives, but when we actually are able to say, okay, this is what I know that I'm here for. Holy cow, a whole nother realm of neurons takes off in the brain. And it's like, you're on an astral journey because the whole body, every cell in the body, as you know, is happy. So that's how my journey started. I left like I said, my my whole family. I left millions of dollars. My ex-husband is very wealthy and it just wasn't doing it, guys. You know, it wasn't fulfilling every cell in my body. Right. Oh my
0: gosh. That's incredible. Like that is so incredible and courageous, you know, to to go on that journey of just like trusting yourself you know like above everything else everything you've learned everything you've lived and to just say okay i got to i got to follow me i got to trust myself and this is what i'm being drawn to do and so it's it's me and me let's let's do it right
1: so <laughs> well, me myself and i that's what yeah and you know what that's so true the way you put it girl and um, you know, we are courageous, fearless creatures. We really are. You know, the heavens, the universe, whatever you want to say, who made us, I believe in many different things. But all I do know is we are biologically perfect creatures that have infinite possibilities. And we use such a tiny little part of our brain. I mean, they said Einstein used maximum like 10, and he was considered a genius. So. Right. It's like heck no, man! I want to get to that other ninety percent of what's cooking in there and and see what's going on. Right. So yeah, I believe our journey on this earth is just um yeah to decipher the enigma of that other ninety percent of our beautiful brain. Yeah, for sure. I
0: love that. And you talked uh, uh you you kind of threw out the word karma a little bit, and so I, again, I want to you know kind of go into the book, um, and you talk about karma as, as a concept of karma, um, and you break down. So, so throughout your book, you have these different concepts that lead to holistic happiness, right? And uh, you yes. have- kind of the the definition that you're describing each of these concepts and and what exactly it means in in normal language <laughs> so that everybody can understand but then you also incorporate movement so you break down okay here's here's how you can move in that energy throughout yeah. that concept and then here's also some recipes and so you have specific recipes that you've Included with each concept that again help move the energy of that concept help people kind of yeah people kind of immerse in that in that concept so that they can fully embody it yes wholly embody it yes for sure Naomi that was so well
1: explained girl thank you that was beautiful
0: yeah well it is it's such it's it's so packed full and it's just like you said a little book. Of holistic happiness but it's got so much really good information and practical things that that yes. people can do and so when you talked about karma karma is the the first concept in your book um, you break it down into personal karma social karma collective karma do yes. you want to kind of go into some detail
1: about what each of those are for us sure Um, First of all, karma is for everyone. Nobody will ever escape karma. And I love to say in my book, because even if you think you are, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the three different types of karma. So imagine karma. Karma, first of all, in Sanskrit means action. That's it. So they have all these myths and all these new agey things about karma No guys, Sanskrit is one of the most ancient languages, thousands and thousands of years before Christ. Karma means action. So what kind of action we say? Okay, action of all the way going back to our first ancestors walking this earth. So who are these first ancestors? Well, they're the first man and woman, if we want to say, or first man or whoever they were walking this earth. It's it's like a ripple effect also there. We are all parts of this past karma. So that we could say is the collective karma. The collective karma is past deeds going back into antiquity, back to the first man and woman man walking or woman walking this earth. So it's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. It's pretty serious and it's real. So then we have our um, social karma, which brings it down a little bit into our social status quo. So what is society expecting of me? What was it expecting of my parents, of my grandparents? Always those actions of what was put on them that they relayed to us, which comes down to our personal karma. Mm -hmm. But it's a big reflection of everything. It's just like going from the nucleus and expanding, no, from the micro to the macro. So we could say our personal karma is the micro. It's us in our little bubble of what's going on, our patterns in our family, our mechanisms, you know, the way they, oh, because Holly's like that. You know, so these things that we say that get put on us as children identify our so-called personality when maybe it really has nothing to do with that at all. You know, maybe we're expressing something else, but it gets labeled or identified as that. So that's where I always recommend where, where we start our journey is on our personal karma because it's easy to model and it's easy if we find that space where we can listen to ourselves. And be quiet because we need to have times of quiet, like you say, meditation, yoga, anything. I mean, people find quiet even in noisy things, they find they're quiet. So it's yeah. it's just, yeah, it's fundamental to have that space that's ours to listen to ourselves because it's them in the end, it's our higher self that's gonna tell us who we really are. No, because they, they, you know, the anima, the spirit or whatever you wanna call it has never been touched. It can't be touched. That remains pristine like a diamond. So if we can be quiet to be able to hear the vibrations and, and hear the messages and feel them, that's how we find out who we really are apart from our karma.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that you put it in that way because I've never heard that description of higher self before, which it's so simple, but it makes total sense. Right. We like, I've, I've always, you know, understood us as, as beings as having a vibration, but when you just said, you know, being quiet enough to listen to the vibe, the, the vibration, of the higher self. Like, Mm. I don't know, there's something that just clicked in me because Mm. it's like, well, of course, that's why we need to find our inner peace or, you know, like you said, just our inner peace for ourselves. It could be in a, in a noisy place, but if we can quiet ourselves enough, we can hear the vibration of that higher self. And I love that. I love that so much. And no wonder why we get intuition in such different spaces too. Like, it's not mm-hmm. just hearing, like there, wow. there are people like me that are clairaudient. We, I, I, we do hear some things, you know, words and stuff, but a lot of times it's, it's a feeling, it's a knowing it's, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a resonation. Sense. Yes. And that is a vibration that we can't put into words right and and even Brava, when you yeah. hear you still have to discern what that that's actually. huge no that's a huge
1: <laughs> point right there
0: yes yes so those I don't know why but like that was just like <laughs>
1: uh-huh. oh my gosh
0: so expansive for me so thank you so much for for putting uh those words and in, into place because yeah like that just It it just took me to a whole nother level.
1: I love that. (laughs) That's cool. Well, I'll tell you something even cooler related to that. So my philosophy teacher, who I studied with for 15 years, a private philosophy teacher. So she used to say that basically we're attached from the top of our head. We are attached. I mean, yoga says this all the time to the higher universe. So imagine that ourselves, our higher selves are always just up there. Just waiting and they're walking parallel with us as we go through our journey, sitting there, la, 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 okay, are they going to get it now? Are they listening? And patiently, it never steps away from us. You guys, our higher self, no, how much we love that higher self, never steps away from us. No matter what we do in our crazy karmic, you know, travels and journeys and life, it never abandons us. So we never have to feel like we're alone. We are never alone. We are so loved, not only by our higher self, and that collective higher selves of all the other people up there, everybody's happy together. Up there, everything is perfect. And then if we go up even higher, you know, to the universe, it's only good. It's only good. So I like to connect to that, that you know it's not even a belief, like you say, Naomi, It's a resonation. I don't believe in anything. I resonate. Mm-hmm. I need my whole body and and every cell in my body to tell me, discerning. no. Oh, yeah. this, and how do I know that? By resonating, if something resonates, I'm like, oh yeah, baby, bring it on. <laughs> and if it doesn't, it's like, mm, no, don't think so. Thank you. But no. yeah. well,
0: because again, you're, not reading the language or listening to the language or listening to your vibration, your vibration, your higher self's vibration. And that's the resonance. It's like, ah, oh, that feels good to me. That vibrates exactly where I'm at. Like, that is true. And then if it doesn't, it's like, nope, that's not true for me. And so, Thank you, but no, thank you, right? <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly, always, because it's always an opportunity for us to discern, which is one of the highest virtues in this earthly journey that we're on. It's discernment, you know?
0: Yes, for oh. sure. I mm-hmm. love that so much. And so going into karma a little bit more, so when when most of us, oh, I'm saying me specifically, but I think, a lot of us have been taught, you know, like what you do comes back to you, right? Like that's what we think karma is. And Uh, so
1: what, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's totally right on. I think it's been very um, undersized karma because it is a serious thing. I mean, you know, I don't want my life being dictated from my mother, from my father or from any other person on this earth. I love them. I love my parents. But, you know, I am not a product of them. I am their offspring. And that's it. I use their sperm and their egg to get me here where I want to be. And the rest is up to me. So, you know, um, I think it's right on. And I think that might have a lot to do with also, you know, when we do find out what our true calling is, if we want to say it like that, then we're creating good karma, if you want to say. So I think, you know, they've used that like they do in many terms and uh, in antiquity, they simplify it. So karma, like I said, nobody's going to get away from karma. It's up to us individuals to identify, first of all, that we're in it because when we're in our karma, of course, nobody sees it, nobody You know, we're going through what we think we have to be doing because we don't stop and find quiet to listen to those, you know, that intuition to feel that vibration. So we're going through the motions and those motions are our lives. You guys, that's our life. We have one life, man. And if we're not going to get out of going through those motions and live intensely, you know, mastering our emotions and, And loving freely the way that we want, independently from what anybody else says, then, yeah, we're creating good karma, but I think for the rest, you know, it is, it is a cycle, karma is a cycle, it's called samsara, the cycle of karma is called samsara, and it's called the wheel of repetition, and repetition of what, good old karma. (laughs) Right. You know, we need to hop off that wheel, girl. I always say say it looks like a hamster. You know, the hamsters that run on the wheels. We need to hop off that wheel and get on the road that has a path, that has a heart, that has a meaning. Yeah.
0: I love that. And even as you were speaking, I was just getting downloads from Spirit. And it was also just kind of showing me to another I guess, interpretation of how I can understand, you know, what you're talking about with, or, yeah, or just yeah. in general, the karmic cycle. And what I received was that, again, going along with us as a vibration, rather than us as, you know, beings that have um, minds, like we're, we're, when we look at us as just pure energy, with our actions, where displaying a form of resonance right like every action has a vibration attached to it and I feel like well it was just showing me when you're in a in I guess displaying good karma or, or or following you know your soul's true true journey then it's not going to take you on the hamster wheel it's going to take you forward towards wholeness and and I I think at the end of your book you know dharma is what I understood as this oneness like we're we're coming back to the oneness we're coming back to the full resonance and so as we're journeying in this human life um we're creating karma when we don't follow our true resonance right like, wow
1: girl you explain things so <laughs> nicely you do compliment. Yeah. Awesome.
0: but yeah that's what it was showing me it was like so every time we go against ourselves every time we go against something that We know we shouldn't do, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh Oh, there, there, We're jumping back on a hamster wheel and we got to, we got to re it's like the universe is saying, yeah, that's not the resonance that you're, you're meant to be at. That's not you being in oneness. That's you jumping into ego. That's you, you know, doing something a little different. And so you're not vibrating at the resonance that your higher self wants wants you to vibrate at." And so we're going to create a karmic pattern, a karmic cycle until we discover what that resonance is by listening to the resonance, right. By, by feeling the vibration of our higher selves and then coming into alignment with that vibration and then starting to vibrate at that wholeness resonance of that resonance where it's like oh this is this is where i'm supposed to be and this feels true to me even if we're doing something that is against social norms like say oh, totally. you know i have to i have to speak out against this injustice like if yeah. you're vibrating at that resonance and you know that that's the the path that you need to be on it's not it doesn't feel like it's going to create bad karma by speaking up against something or by, you know, putting up boundaries around something like that also can lead to wholeness, right? That also can lead totally. to oneness. So yeah. yeah, that's just kind of what it was showing me. There it was just that's like, beautiful, what, girl. It's, it's the vibration. And so, you know, when you're, when you're vibrating in alignment with your soul, with your higher self, and you're listening, and you're continuing to take actions based on what feels good to you, you're creating a good karmic pattern that is going to lead to new things, not go back sure. and relive something until you get it right, right? <laughs> yep.
1: the, the thought never thought. Ah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> also, another cool cons- or, um, analogy or, or example, if we want to say, is we know what we have to do when we have to do it, how we have to do it. And where you know, we, no, it's it's like perfection. So it's all breaks down to listening to that voice. And I was a grade A not listener, so I really know about <laughs> this because I mean, I'd always listen and be like, "Oh yeah, well, come on, maybe I can do." It. Uh-uh, there is no. Well, come on, it's do it like that because the more you do, it's like the prize, you know, you, you get more and more clear. And when you get that clarity, clarity, there really is no doubt. Totally,
0: totally agree. I love that. And I don't know, this whole conversation is already just like blown my mind. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so cool. I love this. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> and so <laughs> going into, so, so touched on Um, the first concept of your book karma and also talked about the repetition the samsara right and then we get to the is it maya is that the way maya good old maya the the veil and you said that's where pain resides can you kind of
1: go into that a little bit that detail yes so the ancient vedas are ancient beautiful good ancestors they used to call in um, Maya the Valley of Tears. So why did they call it the Valley of Tears? So basically, karma is pain. Karma is pain. And, and our beautiful Buddha used to always say, survam dukam, everything is pain. Mm. Because when we're in karma, everything is pain. You know, we have those those bad feelings of guilt, of shame of fear, of anger, you know, all the human traits that we have. So the beautiful thing is, Buddha says, if we turn and we look and realize that there is a different possibility than just that one, everything goes away, you guys. I mean, it's really, it's so simple. But when we're in, we humans, when we're in that, it's like we believe it. You know, I mean, I've talked to people, they're like, no, you know, I got to be doing what my dad did and my grandpa. And you can just see in their bodies that, you know, it's crying out for something else, but we really believe it. We humans, when we're in our karma, it's like, so yeah, there are other possibilities other than Maya, Maya, we have to remove the veil. Once we remove the veil, then, you know, everything changes. It changes the way we see things. They become crisper. They become brighter. You know, it's almost like we forget where we've come from. Mm -hmm. So I think in the same time, as much as we need to forget that, you know, static stuff that we come from, our whole life journey is just a quest to remember where we come from. I love that
0: so much. And to
1: me, when I was reading that, it just
0: felt like, and, and kind of what you went off of, like the veil is seeing the other side of the coin, right? So if you're going, if you're feeling pain, you're going through all this hardship, then it's like, okay, take a step back and look at all the good that's coming out of it at the same time so that there's balance within you, right? There's that peace, that oneness within you. If, if you have all bad, and you feel separated I'm um, I feel all bad but some people are happy so I feel mm-hmm. separated right but if wow. you realize that everybody that has happiness also has you know ha- has to experience um hardship in some way to to feel happy <laughs> like for sure every, everybody's balanced you know and and we're all one like it's it's not exactly. happy people versus sad people versus successful people versus non-successful exactly. people like- it's like, it's, it's all balanced. And it's just a matter of taking the veil off and saying, look at yeah. the whole coin. Everybody has the whole coin. It, it's not yeah, a one we're all one.
1: just the beautiful piece of each other and maybe not a so beautiful piece of each other, but we all have it. You know, we right. all, that's why I can never really, I don't dislike anybody. I don't because they're, they're part of me. I'm part of them, you know, I don't want to dislike anything about me, you know, okay, I'm sure there's people that, you know, everybody's got, everybody's got their, their stories. So I just think, like you say, when we detach from the possibility that we can be that happy person that we like as an image, or we can, because they're a piece of us, you know, it depends where we want to put our energy. Right. If I want to put my energy on my on uh, my mass, maybe that I've had a hard time with, you know, in a lifetime, or if I want to put my energy, um, my thought process in my mind status on my energy, then everything is going to flow with that. Even my body, you know, we can't get stuck in things. I talk about that in the book too. There's a lot of phases in life. You know, we don't have to identify ourselves with anything,
0: Right. Yes. Yes. So true. Absolutely. And I feel like too, we are all just a perspective, right? We're all just one perspective of the And so as long as we are following what feels good to us, that is the perspective that wants to come through us right now. Right. And so if you feel like You're not a naturally happy person all of the time, but that, that gives you peace and that, you know, that feels good to you. And you are more judgmental or I I guess not judgmental, but you just see things in a different truth that may not be whatever, you know, how everyone else wants to see it, but you still say, Hey, there's truth here too. It doesn't look as pretty as your truth, but it's still a truth. Like, then you are meant to be that perspective of the universe. And so honor that, honor that within you and not try to be like everybody else, you know, like that's, that's why we're all different. That's why we all come here with different personalities. Mm -hmm. It's because that's the perspective that the universe wanted to experience Mm -hmm. through us, you know? And so it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to honor this, you know? So, like me and my husband, we have different sense of humors. You know, like we we have some similar, but some different. And so, you know, the things that I think are funny, he's like, uh, that's, uh-huh. "That's weird." <laughs> you know? But then I do the same thing with him. You know, and I love it. So, but but the universe wanted to experience all forms of laughter and humor. You know, exactly. with th- throughout us. And so, I'm not supposed to have the same things that make make traits that other people have of course right and so it's just like it's it's just really cool to sit back and think about that and yeah just the way that you described it too I love that so what made you want to add not just like a definition and and describing things but what made you want to add the movement along with that and and the health aspect, the actual foods that we eat to incorporate
1: each of these concepts? So I have to say, this is definitely the um, approach that I used personally. Okay. So these, yeah, this is what really got me on my journey. And I even opened a macrobiotic restaurant in Rome for seven years, which I probably told you when I met you. Yes, I remember so, that. Yeah, you know, um, because we are such creatures of unity, I, I, where everything is together, it's not like one or the other, you know what I mean? So the yoga, you know, gave me the quiet to be able to listen to my higher self, which guided me towards macrobiotic, which is so healing for the body it feeds our energy more than it feeds our mass. I mean, it feeds our mass and mass in a very healthy way, but let's say it's more based the yin and the yang, the alkaline, the, um, the non-alkaline it's like in English, sometimes words, uh, they get away from me, right? The acidic and the alkaline. Thank you. Mm -hmm. In the male and the female it's balance. It's all about balance. So I really love that. And I could see just as I changed my, way of eating, how everything inside me changed. And um yeah, that's why. And my philosophy studies, I mean, what I resonate to personally is ancient philosophy. I mean, I read that stuff or they read it to me, girl, I go in ecstasy right away. It's like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. I chills all over my body. And in like you say, I know that's that's my stuff I make that mine because that's what that's what the universe wants yeah so and and no wonder
0: no wonder why you travel to these places that have such an ancient history like you know Europe and stuff like it's because there's so much ancient documented wisdom there you know that that you can consume and I think that even you know your soul can re remember you know in some form. It's like exactly. It's oh. like being home.
1: You know, you, I've never been to these places, and I mean, it's like oh my god, I'm home. <laughs> right. So, it's a trip. I have. Yeah, we've we've had ancestors all over this world, you guys. You know, we've had them everywhere. So we're all part of each other don't forget that so we can resonate to very many things even if um they say we're one thing you know we're many things we're we're many beautiful things
0: oh absolutely cuz you think about the different layers that you as an individual have you know just oh within you and then multiply it by how many people have even lived lived in general you know like not just now but (laughs) (laughs) and and how how many more people are coming into this world you know and just like continuing it it's it's so incredible to just kind of just sit and muse about you know and to just think to yourself that everybody in some point in their lives has felt alone and has mm-hmm. felt grief and has felt love and has mm-hmm. felt all these things that you know are universal to us as humans and so yeah. it just reconnects us right like if totally. I'm feeling lonely then I'm feeling lonely with everyone else in the world or everyone else that's ever existed that has ever felt lonely right and so totally that, that's and just it's
1: almost like yeah it's almost like we're told Or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think my parents ever told me not to express. I've always been very expressive in every emotion that I have. So I don't think my parents ever actually told me not to. But it's like in society, you know, if you cry or if you're angry. You know, people don't really know what to do. It's like, let that happen, especially in a child, you know, It's just, it's so important. I'm learning so much from my daughter, who is a um, child psychologist, you know, works with the development of, of the child's brain. I'm learning so much from her because it's like, you know, when a child cries, they need to cry. Mm hmm. You know, and sometimes my grandson, he's four, he'll tell me, well, I don't know why I'm crying, Grammy. He doesn't even know why, because my first instinct, honey, what's wrong? What can I do? And he's just like, I just need to cry. Just let me cry. There's no reason I just need to cry. And it's like, oh "Oh my God, I love this child. You're teaching me so much. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just need to cry. You guys, it's a devastating reality that we live in on this earth. Devastating, devastating. Look at everything going on, you know, look at the abuse on children, the abuse on women, abuse on, on, on everybody. But that's one facet of what happens in this crazy big world. So let's focus on the love, you know, the love and the goodness that we can share with each other and the caring, you know, the truly caring that I really want to know, how are you? You know, and if you need to cry, come here, I'll hold you while you cry. I've held grown men while they cry. It's so important. Right. You know, it's so important. Or to be angry. There's a lot to be pissed off about in this reality. There is. There's a lot to be angry about. There's a lot to be scared about. So let's live these without being. In fear to be judged, first of all, because who cares? Like you say, it's just another person's perception of me. I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, that's cool. If you want to have a perception of me like I have of me, cool beans, man. We can be best buddies in this whole earth. (laughs) And I'll love you even if you have your perception of me. And I would even like to hear about it. But that doesn't mean that that perception is, is the truth, right? Yeah, not your truth exactly that could be their truth and we have to see that perception what is based on their karma how they you know holy cow guys it gets pretty complex stuff. <laughs> right so we shouldn't you know if somebody judges us who cares mm-hmm. who cares I say right. in my book that we are no one to judge others we can only judge ourselves and see our implications in everything we do
0: yes I completely love that so much and I wanted to touch on a little bit more about your journeys like you've traveled all over the place at least since I've known you and have followed (laughs) your your journey on social media (laughs) there's been so many places that you've traveled to what have you experienced like when I was doing a meditation right before this, um, what wanted to be addressed in our conversation was like talking about the energies of the world. Like what do you, and, and specifically when we travel, what do you think about us like in regards to absorbing the energies in different spaces, in different places? Like you touched a little bit on the the history and like oh I'm going to these countries and I'm just like I want to know about all the history. Just tell me about all this from from different areas, but like specifically in general, just the energies of the of the earth in general in each spot. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? (laughs)
1: Totally, totally. So yeah, it's um first of all in my studies, we would study extensively. I'm talking for months and even years. And then we'd go to the place. So for instance, we'd study Um. the ancient Egyptians and we, yeah, I've been to Egypt probably five times now because there lies such antiquity there. So once you've studied it before you go, you go girl and they come to you. Those energies of antiquity, you don't do anything. You go with the knowledge. It's like we show them, that we care and we want to know, so we study. And then you go, and they're, they're there. They're all over. You can feel them. They show you things. Things happen. Oh, it's a trip, Naomi. Yeah, my wow. studies with my teacher. Yeah, we went to Egypt many times, India, Turkey. We've been all over Italy to every museum. Every you know, Italy's got so much antiquity too. But I like to, yeah, I just, I don't know, girl. It's like, the more you do that, the more we open our brains to civilizations other than our own and civilizations of antiquity. It's like, you just feel at home everywhere because you are, <laughs> because they're welco- welcoming you. These ancestors are, you know, they're they're welcoming us. They want us, they've left mil- milestones with these ancient texts for us to study, to know the truth. I mean, all the ancient Greeks and Italians, they wrote about the story of man for us to help us get over that karmic reality and to get straight to the truth. That's all they write about, everything they write. Mm,
0: I love that. And just in my mind, I guess I'm assuming that all the different places you've been to and like, and just the world in general, like, I think in one way or another, it probably comes back to one truth of a oneness, an an idea of oneness, right? In some form.
1: Totally. Yes.
0: So, oh, I love that so much. And I think that's
1: why we can feel home anywhere we go, you guys, because it's almost like we can make or break what we want to do. You know, if we go to a place and we have our ideals and our ways, and no, when I go to a place, I am so humbled and quiet and I just want to learn and I want to listen. I want to see, you know, I want to be part of it. Yes, so I think, same. you know, we're we're <laughs> such powerful creatures. We can really make or break any situation we want. Yeah, I
0: I completely love that. Thank you for all of that. And I know we just touched on some of the concepts of your book. Uh, There's nine total. And so definitely get her book. It's, it's the little book of holistic happiness. It's on Amazon and you can get it for free on Kindle. And like so much good stuff in there and the recipes look amazing too like (laughs) they look so good
1: they are I still yeah these they're all the restaurants I used uh, or all the um, excuse me the recipes that I used in my restaurant uh, how I raised my kids on these healthy foods and um yeah it's just it's a fun little book I had so much fun writing it are you planning on doing any more My next book, yes, I am. I am, you know, here in Switzerland, I have some quiet time. So I am, I think it might be on stories of women, or it might be on how to turn the cross into a sword, or I've got a few ideas cooking.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow.
1: That sounds awesome.
0: Both of those, like, yes, I I can't wait to see what comes up from all of that. And and I love that, you know, just the natural curiosity that you have, because I could just tell, like, even when we were talking just a little, you know, earlier before this, like, I feel like we're both like that. We're both just like naturally curious. And and it brings out that, mm-hmm. that inner child in you, you know, when you can just be like, oh, I wonder what that's like, I wonder what that's about. I want to, you know, and even exactly. when you talked about, when you talked about traveling and I do the same thing, like I gain some knowledge to know enough. But then I also want to be surprised. Like I want to go there and also have an element of surprise. I don't want to have a strict itinerary. Like there's a few things where it's like, I, I do want to see that and that and that, because I did look those up and and get, you know, a gain of history. And so I want to go to those places, but then the rest of it, I just want to be immersed and I want to be surprised and I want to be present and because feel I don't know. just yeah yeah I just want to soak it in whatever it is even if it's you know when when me and my husband went to Rome we you know we're just walking around and then we sat down and, and ate and it was just like a little outdoor bistro and these guys came up right behind me and just started serenading and you know Aww. doing guitar I love and it. This is perfect. This is exactly what I would have, you know, thought of my love, in Rome, right? Like serenading, being serenaded in
1: Italian in Rome. It's you know? such a romantic city. Oh my gosh! Totally yeah. love
0: that. Well, tell us where we can follow your journey. And and I already talked about where you could buy the book. Is is there any other places besides Amazon that you can get Um, your book? No,
1: I only have it on Amazon. And now that I'm not living, yeah, I I will probably sooner or later translate it also into Italian, but that doesn't really. um, No, just my Facebook. People can feel free to hit me up on Facebook. I'm on Instagram under um, it's Holistic Happiness Book on Instagram that's a little different but if anybody wants health tips or i'm working a lot um yeah with the new method that i'm i'm working with clients for nutrition and i'm just loving it so lots of good tips on health and and happiness
0: <laughs> awesome awesome and they can just message you on on Instagram or Facebook for
1: those anybody can feel free to reach out whenever they want i love to communicate I love friends. And um, I love to share, you know, I have nothing I have is for me. So I have to share it. You know, if not, it's like, not okay. So I love to share. I love to share.
0: Awesome. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I've loved our chat. And like I said, you blew my mind from the beginning and I love, oh, love
1: that so I got a, I got a lot out of it <laughs> oh yay I did too I did too and you're a splendid woman and I love what you're doing and go girl thank you thank you honey.